What's up, everybody? Welcome to A Bit Unraveled Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Hansinger. Let's get into it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of A Bit Unraveled. Happy to have you guys back with us. This week, we have one of my longtime stand-up buddies. Uh, He has a podcast called The Homeschool Podcast, as well as his comedy album, The Bad Guy. Please welcome the very funny Augustino Zoida. Hey, man, it's me. Here I am. Yeah, yes, it is. Yes, it is. We were talking, man, I love love these glasses and this. uh, It's a good look for you, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you. I'm getting old, dude. (laughs) (laughs) These days, like, it's like a prop thing, though. I feel like more and more people are bringing out, like, just fake glasses just to have a look. Yours Yours are legit. Yours are like a a legit glasses and you know because you've seen me recently and i wasn't wearing them <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I, yeah i only need them for i only need them for the computer also i own prop glasses <laughs> oh okay <laughs> so i'm like i mean i don't wear them out but i do have them but uh, do you do like a, something in your act like that's <laughs> yeah, more like sketch characters oh, okay yeah you know so what i want to get dude? out but they like got those the, they got those ones with the camera oh yeah you can incognito wear these little glasses but there's a camera and then remember the one from true lies where the camera was backwards and you could and the screen was kind of in here oh yeah while he was like pissing in the urinal he was like really looking yeah. at the dude behind him <laughs> who needs that all the time um tom arnold and... is always watching over your, <laughs> over your shoulder yeah man um yeah we got to see each other recently for for a sec which was fun to actually see people again yeah uh yeah yeah, you guys don't go out much huh we don't man we're locking down right now locking it down um you know which yeah we're just making the most of of being at home and uh i don't think we hate it like that's the thing i was like i don't i don't mind it um i miss real life i miss going out and seeing people but for the time being it's fine like yeah and especially like you know we we connect like this with people are you um, saving money what money <laughs> <laughs> i just meant like a like you know opposed to going out all the time and you guys yeah, we're eat. saving yeah we're saving Bars. some money yeah i mean we definitely yeah for sure i mean we're not we're not going out much and you know we we cook at home a lot um you know we'll get our pizza i think we're doing for pizza again <laughs> oh you guys are gonna do some pizza tonight yeah, man, I think so. I think it's, you know, tis a season. You're hitting doms. I think we're getting doms, man. <laughs> I like how you guys guy. are on a first name basis with the Domino's guy. Heck yeah. What was his name again? Uh, it's, uh, oh, shoot. Oh, no, I forgot it. I'm going to have to. <laughs> dude, you got to get him on your podcast. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I do. <laughs> I, I should. That would be great, dude. <laughs> be like, who's this guy? Hey, no, Just... he's our pizza guy a zoom chat and he's just like hold on a second yeah oh, to go year or... that's the guy year him year him yeah. dude you yeah, gotta show year him some love it was funny last time i went we were um we we got there too like early and so then i was just like having a convo with me year and the one other dude there and i'm just like now we're just shooting the shit like this is <laughs> you know, like for good like five minutes while it's cooking up and I'm like Usually, because usually I'm just in and out, and I'm like, oh man, yeah. small talk it away. See, are yeah. you a nice person and he's a nice person, or is this just I don't get to talk to people that much? Or, <laughs> or dude, both? Man. He's, like a he's a nice guy. Yeah. He's nice. A nice guy. 
See, dude. Um, so now that I'm going back out on, um, on the road here and there, like I work two weeks in a row. Right. Yeah. And I think I won't do that again because, uh, it's a good gauge of how long before I should do the next gig. Cause I want to wait like two weeks. And if I didn't get sick or anything for two weeks, then I'm good to go to the next gig. You know what I mean? Like yeah. doing back to back was crazy because now this week is two weeks since the first gig and I'm fine, Yeah. but I don't have to wait another week since it's a, since it's two weeks from the last gig. And so I'm, from now on, I'm going to be booking like two weeks within each other. Yeah. That makes fun. sense. For now. I'm glad I'm glad to hear you're doing good because we saw you Thanks, a week man. ago. We were wondering. <laughs> yeah. We're like, I hope he's doing good because if he's doing good, we're doing good. Okay, cool. cool, 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 cool. You know, um, also, that's my that's excuse great. for not getting enough bookings. Like, I just tell people, oh, I'm just spacing them out to be safe. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also yeah. say that when, when I'm not sold out. Well, it's capacity, right? Like, right now, they can only fill a quarter of the room. <laughs> yeah. 20 people. <laughs> we were sold out. Yeah, we were sold out, man. Uh, yeah, what's it? What's it like out there? Like, is it? I, I mean, I guess the people who are coming out or don't really aren't too worried about it, and are just there to have a good time, right? You know, you have your people that are not really worried about it, or never were. Typically, usually, the people who are not worried about it never were. You know, yeah. and they're just like, yeah. finally, I can go out again. And then you yeah. have people that were worried about it, are worried about it, but they're just kind of like going. I want to, I don't, I want to go out. Like I, it's enough is enough already, you know? And yeah. they're like going like weighing should, could I risk getting the vid or am I gonna, you know, lose my mind being in these four walls one more day? Like, is it my mental health or, or so, you yeah. know what I mean? Gotta and balance it. I've made that decision many times. I've done a couple of, you know, underground secret comedy shows here in LA. It's comedy's illegal now. <laughs> Apparently yeah. so we gotta do yeah. that in gyms. And, you know, I'll go like, do I want to go over there? Because, dude, you don't want to get the vid from an open mic. No. Like, if you got the vid from a real paid gig, you're like, worth it. But if I go to some open mic and I get it that way, like, oh, that's the worst. Yeah. So I did some I open like, mics. And if I'm going to get, gonna get the vid, I need to be dancing with the weekend at the Super Bowl halftime. And be <laughs> yeah, like, dude. That's how yeah. I got it. Fine. That's a good story. Yeah, I'm going yeah. out on top. But yeah. I don't want to get it. And you know, who's going to have it is open micers. Like that's who has it. Yeah. Like those are the super spreaders. Yeah. <laughs> Cause they're just bouncing. They're bouncing from one to the next. And it's. Yeah. Just but I'm one of those people. And I've talked to a lot of my comedy friends and some of them agree with me. Some of them don't necessarily agree with me where they're like, we miss it, but we don't miss it to where we're losing our minds and, and, and we're going to go out and that's fine. Like to each his own. But I got to a point where like, I was going to, I was mentally not doing well yeah. and I had to get on stage and I had to ask myself, am I going to risk it or am I going to risk it? So yeah, yeah. I just, I just went out and it's kind of unfair because then you're going, well, that was my choice, but what if I'm getting someone sick out there? But then again, hmm. they're out there and that was yeah. their choice. Yeah. So totally. Weighing yeah. the odds. <laughs> it's yeah, a numbers game. Yeah. I mean, it is. It totally is. And I think I think everybody kind of picks their like everybody has those moments of like, oh, are we going to yeah. do this? Are we are we doing? It? OK, we're, we're, we're doing it. Let's go. And uh, yeah, I mean, you just got to pick your, you know, pick your battles, especially like, you know, if, if you're making some extra money doing it and stuff like that, or you're making any money at all, like that makes more sense than just being like, 
I got to go try out this new bit, yeah. you know, at a, at a mic, yeah. you know, to me, I'm like, yeah, there's, there's people, you know, making their living off of it. And that, if that's what you do and you can do it, go do it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I'm not trying to just work bits to work bits right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I miss it. I yeah. love it. I want to be back, but uh, it's just, yeah, yeah to me, I, I could, I can wait a little longer. Yeah. I got this funny story from walking my dog. I'm going to risk everything and go try it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some open micers. The worst <laughs> is if you go, you try it, it tanks and then you get COVID at that open mic. And now oh, you're like, man. damn it. The bit didn't even work. Now it I got didn't the even vid. work. Uh, and, then, and then your buddy calls you. Yeah, but it's got legs, bro. Keep it. It's a good premise. <laughs> yeah. But, but I don't have lungs. I'm, I'm, I'm choked. I can't up, man. taste you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's got legs, but I can't taste. Yeah, <laughs> use that. Use that. That's a new bit. No. <laughs> use uh, that. <laughs> that's good, man. That's good. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you gotta you gotta weigh it out, man. I had to take the glasses off. The glare from my ring light was bothering me. <laughs> yeah, I get it. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Um, and I know we've we've talked about it. A lot of people have moved out of state and and just yeah kind of taking time off it's you know it, it's a time to do other stuff and just get life experience if you know whether it, even if it's just being at home like that's still like interesting experience and like a weird yeah. human part of the human experience that we're having to like deal with and and like figure out you know it's strange times for everyone dude but from a stand-up comics uh standpoint it's like man no one that we look up to really had, had had to deal with this. Like, you know, you can go back and think about like, uh, you know, Seinfeld, you know what I mean? And his mm -hmm. times and, or the, you know, the New York comics and, and, you know, the Richard Pryors. And it's like, those guys never went through this. They went through a lot of other shit, like yeah. drugs and, 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 and a lot of other crazy stuff in their life. But um, like I hear comics all the time from like back in the day that will say like, man, like we didn't have GPS, you know, we went to these gigs out in the middle of nowhere. We had to use a map and, you know, mm -hmm. they all talk about stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, like we'll never know what that's like. Yeah. But we had to do this. <laughs> right. Right. We had to learn how to do stand up comedy all over again. And we had to learn to deal with, you know, because a lot of comics, especially those guys got into stand up because of, probably mental illness from their life yeah and a lot of comics got into it because of that and uh and 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 if you can't use it to help you deal with that stuff so now you've got like both yeah both problems yeah let me ask this like so do you know i was like around how long you were off stage for is it <sighs> months or months and months um yeah. not the whole year yeah i before the pandemic in january of 2020 i was in vancouver doing shows mm -hmm. um february i was in uh sacramento and then of 2020 last year yeah. and then i had some gigs in march and i remember one by one they all started canceling as things got worse right and then by i want to say may arizona opened back up and i went mm -hmm. to arizona and, and did the the week there yeah and then i and then i think may till november i didn't have a real i had a couple backyard shows one or two but mm -hmm. may to november i had nothing and then i went into philly in november 
Yeah. Do you, do you think like having taken time off, does that give you perspective on your material and time to like reflect on stuff you're doing? Cause I think it's interesting. Like I, for a lot of us, like, I mean, there's this mindset, like if you take a week off, you're no longer a stand-up comic. Yeah. It, and it's weird and it's, it's bizarre and it's a little twisted, honestly. Uh, yeah. Cause I think, I think honestly, like I, I took some time off in Atlanta, you know, and then got back up on stage. And I think for How me, long? Uh, it was months. It was months. Okay. I mean, we went out there more to act and uh, I was working at a, at a brewery. So I was working a lot more nights. Yeah. Um, so, so I didn't have as many nights free to just go do stand up. I, I, I went for a specific reason. And so I kind of put that on the back burner a little bit and, uh, and would just kind of chip away at it as I could. But I, there was like months that I, that I wasn't doing it. Uh, but what it did was kind of give me a chance to reflect back on what kind of material I was putting out there, what kind yeah. of persona, what my, my voice was. And if I liked that voice, and I think mm -hmm. I found in a lot of ways for me, I wanted to pivot and, and I didn't want to do some of the stuff I had been doing, but because I, I was out every night, every, just every night doing, you know, yeah. multiple sets, you, you kind of get into a rhythm of just doing the same type of material. Um, so I don't know. So I, I, don't, I didn't know if, you know, it'd be interesting to see how many people have that chance having time off finally to reflect back and you be know, like, man, is this, am I doing what I want to be doing? I don't really agree with that. What you had said in the beginning where people will go like, Oh, if you take a week or so off, you're not a stand-up comic anymore. I don't necessarily agree with that. I understand where the, for the lack of a better word, stigma comes from. And it also serves its purpose too, to constantly motivate you to get on stage and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't agree with it at all because you're never not a stand-up comic to me anyway. It's like, no, like you said, that, yeah. everything you do, look at, think happens to you. You can't turn it off. That goes, is this a bit, you don't turn it off. It's constantly in your head. And then when you're driving, you're thinking like, how would I make it a bit when you're in the shower, you're thinking about it. you're never not a comic. And yeah. you know what? You need those times off for number one, exactly what you said. Uh, you know, you're finding yourself as a comic, you're finding yourself, you're finding your voice. And if you're constantly doing shows every night, you're not really taking a step back and going, do I like what I'm doing? You're just, do, you're just repetitive at, at one point. Yeah. And you need breaks as much as like, I, I appreciate and respect the rules of like, get on stage as much as you can. And that's like 100% true. But mm. after you've been doing it as long as you and I have, not that we've been doing it so long. There's guys have been doing it way longer, but oh, yeah. we're not rookies either. Like yeah. in the beginning, you should get on stage as much as you possibly can. You know, you're going to sound like other comics before you found your voice. You're going to yeah. get comfortable on stage. But after you and I have been doing it as long as we've been doing it, it's like you need breaks. Oh, yeah. You need to live a life or you're not going to get good material. Mm-hmm. Think about every huge famous stand-up comic that eventually goes to like acting or yeah. you know mega star. Their first specials are always like the best. Yeah, and then yeah. when they blow up and they start doing movies, like starring in movies and stuff, their next special's not as good. And then the next one's a lot of stories about being on set. And when right, I met right. Dwayne Johnson. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. You know when I when I went to Jay Z's birthday party. Right. You know what I mean? Super like, relatable stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you need 
to live a life. You need to take not vacation, but yeah. you need to go set time for life. Yeah. Anyway. No, I agree. Um, which is interesting. And it kind of brings me up to, to this too. Uh, Cause you have an, you have an album out the bad guy. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and it's interesting, like making that decision to, to put that first album out. Cause everybody has a different time frame of like when it feels ready, you know, and, and yeah. what they want to put on it. Um, you know, I think back on that too, like there's, I've had, I've had an album's worth of time, but I'm almost, it, it, I look back at it sometimes. I'm like, I'm kind of glad I didn't put it out because for yeah. me, I think I was, I'm, I'm a slightly, I'm a different person than I am now. You know, like, I, uh, I think a lot of that stuff was more single guy, you know, material yeah. and stuff. And I'm not going to be that again, <laughs> you know? So like, yeah. Yeah. which, which I don't know if that's the same, you know, it's, it's so it's interesting when people choose to put these out. Cause you know, that, that first album is kind of your defining thing too, of like, Oh, this is who I am. And then, yeah. you know, you got to make that big pivot of like, well, do I want to, do I want that to be my persona moving forward? Or is that like, you know, um, <laughs> was I just kind I of know. being douchey, you know, for like a couple of years, you know? Uh, it so it's like, if you're doing like, a, like a shtick, like Larry, the cable guy, you know, mm -hmm. and you drop your yeah. first album, it's like, this is setting the tone for my career, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. But like, see, I thought the way that you thought, and you know, you know what, Ryan? I actually recorded that album in 2014 mm. and didn't release it until 2020. That was recorded in 2014? Yes. What? Yeah, oh, dude. Wow. I don't know do any that... of those bits anymore. Yeah. All, all that stuff when I'm talking about my wife was about my first wife. I was still married to my first wife at the time. Yeah. And I have completely different material now. And you know what? For many reasons, I didn't release it for, but, but some of them were the ones that you mentioned. I didn't think that that, like I changed. Yeah. You know, I changed my views on things changed. I grew up. I, we started stand up young, dude. We're yeah, young we dudes. Did. Yeah. And like you grow up and your life changes. You get divorced, <laughs> you get married. Right. And you know what, bro? Somebody told me as comics, we're always going to judge our shit. First of all, mm -hmm. we're always oh, going to yeah. go, this album's not good enough. But someone told me, don't think about it too much. Just release it because it stays out there forever. Mm -hmm. People are just going to click on stuff. Someone, someone also made a point that, you know, who listens to comedy albums a lot mm. is the military when they're out oh, yeah. there. Yeah. They literally get like see packs of comedy albums, random people's unknowns albums shipped to them because in CDs, because there's nothing else for them to do. To, you know to keep them entertained yeah. and they're like dude just put it out there they'll never know who you are <laughs> yeah like just there's it's just content for people you'll like, make no, money on they downloads. will they will know who <laughs> yeah and then and then you know what they will come back from you know serving and yeah. they'll be like dude i know you like you got me through some tough nights and, yeah, yeah, and cool. you know what man i also thought about um louis ck's like first album which is hilarious great bits but it's mm -hmm. nothing really who he is today. And then in the next album, he goes like, I got divorced. Like right after he had all this great marriage material. Yeah. So it kind of, you kind of watch the person's life. Yeah. By totally. their, I mean, granted he was doing specials. I'm not just these, I just dropped an album, you know, but still. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and that's the interesting thing. You have to decide that at the time too. Uh, 
And I think it would be different too if it's like when when you did it, it's it was relevant to you at that time. Yeah. For, for me to do the material, like if I have an hour, and half of that hour is is a different, you know, kind of my younger self, then it doesn't mm -hmm. it doesn't feel right, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah. If I had done it at the time that I was like maybe living out that life a little more, that makes yeah. sense. But it, but I think as the older I get, the more I'm like. I don't know if I if I would put that on, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it just doesn't it There's, doesn't feel as authentic. Um, I'm obviously a way better comic now. When you come see me live, and then if you go buy my album, it's from 2014. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm six years a better comic, okay? right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I never stopped the whole time. Yeah. Um, besides <laughs> May through November of 2020. <laughs> yeah, right. But um, but I sat on the file for six years and then when the pandemic hit i went you know what i'm gonna go through it i'm gonna edit out the things that i'm not proud of or uh are not relevant anymore and after editing stuff out i still had a 40 45 minute album yeah and um a lot of it are great bits yeah and you know what dude it's gonna come on pandora it's gonna come on spotify you're gonna make a little money it's just out there yeah and then burr dude if you ever go back and listen to burr's first album before specials, it's just audio only. Mm -hmm. I loved that it was um, like in a comedy club and you can yeah. hear how amateur it was. Like you can hear the mm -hmm. servers talking. You can hear the receipts printing. Oh, and wow. I forget the name of it, but it's really good. It's it's like antisocial, but that's not the name. It's something. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I'll look it up. Yeah. Sorry, you go ahead. I talked long enough. No, no, that was great. I'm no, gonna look it awesome. up. Where, where'd you film yours? Where... Uh... I recorded mine at the, at the haha North Hollywood where, you know, yeah. was for a long time, our home club. I would assume it's your home club. We yeah. saw each other there a lot. Yeah. We both were, I literally worked there and you worked there as far as like volunteering for stage time. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, they gave me my own night. I got to, you know, uh, I think Jack Jr. And Daniel Weingarten open. And I know for a fact, Adam Hunter emceed. Because on my album, you can literally hear Adam Hunter bringing me up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, I had. That's cool. I don't know if you were there for that, the open mic before my show. Uh, okay. I don't know. So I had um, one time I went to a live taping for Comedy Central special of Dov Davidoff. Oh, yeah. Um, at the time, dude, I was like, I, I was a big Dov Davidoff fan. Love I got Dov, front yeah. row tickets to see his special taping, dude. Wow. And um, it's at this big theater, the El Portal in North Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And it was dope. It's the one where he comes out of the ground and there's trash and stuff. Theater. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like front row at that. And uh, Brody Stevens actually did the warm up. So uh, rest in peace, Brody Stevens. Um, so, so, dude, that was just a cool experience for me. And I was only doing comedy maybe a couple of weeks at that, maybe months at that point. And I remember looking to the sides. And he had these giant like index cards, not index, but what do you call those big, I don't know. Cue cards. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cue cards. Like when you make posters yeah. and he had his set list written on them giant, like in the order they were supposed to be one on that side of the theater, one on that side of the theater. And I'm yeah. like, Oh, because he's taping, he wanted to literally do it all. And he didn't want to forget anything. Yeah. And I thought that was brilliant. So do when I recorded my album at the haha, -ha, I got these, like cardboard boxes that I that I like folded down and I wrote on cardboard my set list on several different and I actually hung them up in the lights 
Yeah. Like up there, through that rack of lights that Taha had, right, I like right. wedged them in there. So if it was a video, you could probably catch me a couple of times looking up at the yes. ceiling. Yes. <laughs> but thank God it was just audio. And, uh, but I remember the open mic before, all the open micers were going like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. up here. <laughs> That's funny. And this is at the old place, right? The old house. That's at the old club, yeah. Yeah. The original. I like that place, man. There was Dude, something, there was something special ceilings. about that place. Yeah. A little stage that was only two steps. You were like, mm -hmm. and that front row was a couch. You're like in there. It was yeah. like spoken word, but stand up. Yeah, it, it just awesome. it felt like you were doing it in somebody's living room. And yeah, yeah. There, there was something there was something unique about that space. And when that room was packed, dude, it was so fun. Remember the yeah. side when they would open up the top for oh, additions? Yeah. Dude, when that room was packed, it was so fun. When I turned yeah. 21 years old, Terry let me go up. When I was 21, I was maybe doing comedy four or five months. Okay, yeah. And maybe six months. And then, but Terry let me go up on the weekend, dude. Yeah. Because it was my birthday. And like Thanks. Jack Sr. was like, come on, he'll bring a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> <But> dude, <laughs> it was packed. It was yeah. like, it, it was like the like capacity. Yeah. And I remember Eric Griffin hosted and brought me up and like, dude, those eight minutes <laughs> were like the best when you're 21. Yeah. That was incredible. Here yeah. it is. It's called Emotionally Unavailable. That's Bill Burr's first debut album. It's audio only. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's great. Nice. I'll check that out. Um, yeah, that's super cool. But yeah, that was that was a fun space, man. Oh, and and, and it, especially like when you get your first, like, there were so many times at that place you would get thrown up on stage, but like, <laughs> actually, to actually be like, booked on a night was such a, you were like, yes, I get like, I get to, I could tell somebody I'm going to be here. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Uh, Right. yeah it was either like dude can you do five minutes really quick before the host gets here a cold yeah. open yeah but you hung around open. just for that you're just like man you would you would kill for that like yeah um what do you think what's your feelings on cold opens uh what do you mean i i, I don't mind them at all I, I feel like i feel like i got pretty good at them uh <laughs> well you got, I got i mean it's great practice yeah um and I feel like I, especially in the, I, I was always, I've always been like somewhat of a high energy comic. And I think mm. especially in, in my earlier years, I was like, I liked throwing energy into my act. So I think it helped me as in cold open scenarios. Uh, it didn't feel so cold because it was just like, all right, this is it. We're going. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it, I don't know if it was always the best thing, but I was kind of my, my thing. I was like, I'm going to put energy into it. And I was like, if I look like I'm having fun, they're going to start having fun. <laughs> uh, and like, yeah, that's exactly know, and right. kind of convince them. Yeah, we're, we're doing this. This is, this is all good. Um, until I got better at writing and then the jokes kind of we, would carry themselves. Just in case people don't know, cold open is when you go up first, but before the MC. Mm -hmm. So there's no, the crowd's not warmed up and they usually give you five minutes because they're doing this to test you most of the time. Or, or because the, it to, or because the MC is parking still. Yeah, the <laughs> MC is running late. Yes. Happened a few times. Can you just do five minutes? He's, he's trying to find parking. So yeah, <laughs> things like that. And I think that you're right. It's great for the comic because yeah. learning experience because they're, they're cold. They're not warmed up yet. Yeah. And you only have like five minutes 
to do a set and get them there. So it really trains yeah. you to be energetic, to, you know, <laughs> get to the laughs quick. And, um, but for the show, I think it's horrible. Like yeah. for the, <laughs> but, for it, the audience. but it's usually that it's usually that's the case is like something didn't quite work out. Yes. Um, and that's why, and then also as a comic, it keeps you on your toes, like to have to be ready. And, and also that confidence of like, usually you're finding out you're going on two minutes before you're going on. Yeah. And so there's something yeah. about like, Oh, okay. And after you do that once or twice, you're like, I can do this. Like yes. the drop of a hat. If you're on into, you're doing five. Yeah. The crowd hasn't gotten their drinks yet. Yeah. And there's, <laughs> you're right. And if I'm over here going like this, I need you to stretch. <laughs> so. Uh-huh. Dude, um, I remember a couple of times at the haha where we had to have a cold opener because yeah. the MC was running late. And the MC ended up getting there so late that the cold opener actually brought up two comics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I was at that point, I was, and then he got there, and I was just like, just let this guy finish hosting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? This yeah. would be crazy to switch right now. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. horrible. Yeah. I've definitely had other scenarios where, uh, especially on like more amateur shows not booked by the club, where you're like, somebody would be like, oh, will you go cold open? Because like whoever booked the show didn't want to host who he was hosting but he was like he didn't want a cold open yes so you'd get that spot you're like i'll take it. i don't i don't care it's yeah, an opportunity care. for me to go on stage but there's so many there's people some who didn't want to take the bullet man pussy ass host bro <laughs> there's some pussy dude i know some guys that were hosting and jumped up there and did like 30 seconds and brought up the first comic oh my god yeah like yeah to, like, to a cold room yeah what did you do for for the show like yeah didn't it didn't warm up the crowd and and then like two three comics in after the crowd's finally warmed up then the mc wants to go up there and do time yeah oh my god <laughs> those, those guys man it's those it's guys crazy. it's like just if that's what you wanted to do just just set it up that way if you, if you didn't <laughs> want to go up first don't go up first oh man it's totally, uh dude yeah but i i don't know I, I always like those spots and uh honestly like the others the the last spot of the night uh you know you might be going those. up at 1 30 in the morning at the end of a, yeah. a late show in front of two people you know some people hated that <clears> spot and i i, I really it, liked man. it i i loved it i felt like there was i mean it was there's only a certain amount of pressure but it's, it's just a chance to just go have fun and like you get to play with them a little people. bit yeah totally um it's the best like time to try jokes because you're like literally getting <laughs> one-on-one feedback almost yeah. you know yeah it's great you can have a lot of fun with them and yeah. um let me ask you a question what do you think is the best type of show because everyone's got different opinions on that. i don't even think i know what my preference is yeah um do you like to have a host or do you like to do handoff what do you think is the best show um i i would say a host mm-hmm. um i think a host i i think for this reason i think it's the best for the show uh because depending on the show you just never know when things need to be reset. Yes. Uh, if it's a, lo- a larger lineup, you don't know when somebody's going to, whether they're uh, inexperienced or, or a newer comic, or they're just trying out new stuff and it doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. I think a host is beneficial to be able to come back on and reset the room before yeah. the next comic has to do it themselves. I think you're right, dude. I mean, for me as a comic, I don't care. For doing handoff, I don't care. I'm fine yeah, with totally. that. Yeah. But if I'm like producing a show or if I go to a show, yeah, 
I, if I owned a comedy club, I would be like, yeah, you got to have an MC. Yeah. You got to have someone welcome everybody. You don't want your guys doing spots, asking people who's celebrating their birthday and to a drink yeah. minimum. And then, yeah, like you said, man, like a good host. And I know you know this. I'm just saying this for listeners. A good, yeah. a good host is, you know, somebody that warms up the crowd, you know, not too much crowd work, but in the beginning, you kind of, you can't just go into material. You kind of do have to talk a little bit, feel people out. Is there's anybody celebrating anything, but then go in material, warm them up and then just start bringing up comics, mm-hmm. start bringing up comics. And then only, and only if somebody has a bad set or ends with the low energy, then you bring it back and reset the room. That's yep. your job. I tell you, That's man, I was, and, and not to like toot my own horn, but I was a I was a good host. Uh, I always enjoyed hosting, but I was—I uh, say I was a good host, not because I like based on any comedy aspect of it. Even it's just that no, I, I remember that you I were always good at hosting. Yeah, I understood the job. Yeah, uh, I understood. You know, again, I, I didn't mind doing cold openings, so I was—I was fine going up first, and I understood when to do time and when not to do time, and if I had to do time, how to do super quick time. Yeah. Uh, and just do do a 30 second thing and get off yeah. and not say, how do I get extra minutes every, mm-hmm. you know, and there's some people that want to do five extra minutes by the end of the show. And it's like, if that doesn't, unless it's necessary, which it's not usually don't yeah. like it's at, at, you do your spot and then your job is to bring people up and yeah. then maybe do a quick laugh just to turn it, you know, yeah. turn a bad situation. But. And you know what, dude? The audience sees the host almost as an employee of the club. Yeah. You yeah. got to dress a little nicer. I'm not telling you to wear a suit, but you got to dress slightly nicer than the comics that are just popping in. Iron your and t-shirt. Yeah. Iron your shirt, you know, <laughs> you know, and um, you, you, you kind of set the, you represent the club. Like you can't open with dirty. You got to warm them up. You know what I mean? You got to do all the announcements and stuff. And, and that's, that's what makes a good host knowing when to and when not to do time yeah <laughs> yeah and it, the thing is like you can you can book a lot of hosting spots just by being good at that just knowing when to to do time and when not to yeah uh, can get you a lot of spots I not found running like, the light yeah yeah i feel like there was a lot of opportunities that i mean everybody needs a host every show needs a host yeah. and, and if like, you if you, you got can, a host that does too much time you're not going to book him again yeah totally. just like dude my shows went late yeah and sometimes there's other shows after and yeah it's like you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta keep things moving and a guy just crushed the room and you're coming out and doing time bro yeah like keep it moving yeah and it's all it's almost always because they, they're like i want that person to see me do funny or like be funny <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like that guy crushed i want him to know i can also crush in there's that yeah tiny bit of time and then they want to ride the wave yeah i mean that's true yeah you know it looks fun uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh man that's those nights are, are the most fun like when you see that happening you see that wave starting you're like oh how do i get on this <laughs> you know? and you're like that yeah, show dude. is just taking that arc and you're like oh man everybody's gonna do well tonight that's why i love la stand-up style of just showcase it's non-stop it's mm-hmm. like a bunch of comics on one night it's just yeah. 15 minutes 15 minutes 15 minutes and then you know you go on the road and it's like three comics yeah and it's like 15 20 45 yeah <laughs> yeah 
it's so uh, different but i really do enjoy the la life of a bunch of comics on one stage yeah did you what uh how old like were you when you went to your first show because you were you're from out here yeah and so did you did you go to shows at 18 or was it closer to 21 that you were finally i went to my first stand-up comedy show when i was 11 years old oh okay and my dad actually my whole family was there my 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 parents were there so they kind of were like okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) he can come in just don't let him drink yeah cover your ears for the blue jokes yeah nobody gives a shit about that (laughs) (laughs) yeah and that was the first time i saw live comedy and i was just like whoa yeah. It blew me away, dude. It blew me away. I knew, I semi knew it existed from television, but only from like, like comedic actors who occasionally you'd see do stand up, like not even really doing it. But yeah. after I saw that live performance, I was like, whoa, that yeah. was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. And one, the first show I ever went to, dude, was a black show. Nice. It was all black comics, black yeah. MC. And you know what, dude? There was one guy that did a musical number that an R and B like, uh, what do they call it? Uh, a parody? Yeah, yeah. That, to be honest with you, dude, I thought was like the greatest thing. And and f- from that moment on, whenever I produce shows, I always want it to just be a good experience for people. Yeah. Want people to leave going like, we got everything tonight. Like we laughed, we got everything. Yeah. And it felt good. Yeah, I mean that's it. Uh, i don't know so going from the first show you saw what would be if you had to if if you could only be on one late night show or one stand-up show of any kind what would what would it be what what would be that one television show yeah aside from a special no no not a special but like uh um like like an america's got talent a, a tonight show conan oh i see i guess i guess if i had to choose between those i would go conan he seems out of all of the late night hosts right now, he seems to to be the realest comic, mm-hmm. the one that is the closest to stand up comedy. And I know that that show, like, really knows stand up, and they really book a lot of really funny comics. I've known yeah. a lot of guys that got on Conan, yeah. as opposed to like the Tonight Show now, not with Leno, but right. the Tonight Show now is like. I don't know. I just feel like those guys aren't as connected to the stand-up comedy world. If I had to choose, I don't really want to do a late night uh, spot to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. I don't want to do it. It's yeah. like, I'm going to have to like tweak my set so much. that it's not going to be me. Yeah. And it's going to be, I'm going to hate it. I'm going to hate it. Yeah. It's going to be four and a half minutes of not me. Right. I gotcha. But uh, if I had to, I would go Conan. I think that they would oh. be like the coolest about like, we get comedy. I think I think I would I would go Conan mostly based on the history of it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Jimmy Fallon on the Tonight Show is fantastic, but I, I do think that Conan has uh, has been around longer for the period period of time that I've been yeah uh, interested in comedy. You know, I, yeah. I watched Conan in high school. You know, staying up late eating ice cream after work uh, and watching his show. And I, you know, love the Tonight Show, but I, if I had to pick one, uh, I'd pick both of them. Uh, <laughs> uh, if it was Leno, fun. dude, I would. Um, if you asked me during Leno, I would have been like, I would love to get on Leno. Yeah, I love a couple of years now. ago. I think, I, I think he's fantastic, but 
it was uh, like a little tiny goal of mine a couple of years ago to get on a late night talk show. But after prepping for the Montreal showcase and then doing the Montreal showcase, I decided that I never wanted to do anything ever again. That wasn't me. I yeah. was writing my act for Montreal, mm-hmm. which is pretty much the acts that get on the late shows. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, it wasn't me. And I'm like, and I didn't get it anyway. I didn't mm-hmm. get the show. I didn't get into the festival anyway. So it's like you can be someone else and you may or may not get in. And then if you do get in, you may, you're not even got in because of you, or you can just stick to your true self, who you really are. And you still may or may not get in, but it's like, at least I kept to who I am. And that's yeah. just kind of how I feel about it. Yeah. Um, what do you, what do you feel like was different though? Cause is it just the difference of doing like, clean material or is it doing it's not necessarily clean because i'm not that dirty i was gonna say yeah it's just maybe i'm edgy or controversial or some of the the best stuff that i have it is more controversial or it is stories which are longer yeah and you know i got paid one of the highest compliments in my showcase by um the owner and the, the guy from Montreal, the owner of the club and the guy from Montreal who said you had the perfect showcase. You gave us um, quick jokes, bits, mm-hmm. and a story in five minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, but I didn't get picked. Right. We're not who you're looking. We're not who you're looking for. You know um, what I mean, dude? Like you yeah. can change yourself to try to be what they're looking for. But at the end of the day, if you ain't what they're looking for, you ain't yeah. what they're and yeah. that industry right now, bro, CBS don't want white dudes. They mm. don't want straight white dudes. And I'm sorry I am a straight white dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to stick to my stand-up, which is my art, which is the only thing different about me because there's a thousand straight white dudes in our industry. Yeah. A billion. Isn't Thomas Middleditch on CBS? He's I don't got, know, bro. Bro, there's straight problem. white dudes and then there's straight white dudes that are made for CBS. Yeah, I got, I got <laughs> you know what I mean? I got like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, I don't know like, just I, what they're looking for. Yeah. And it's interesting. There's so much that comes down to that and, and the timing being right and stuff. I've, I've auditioned for a couple uh, of these like comic shows lately. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just tough. It's like I got laughs in the room during the audition and uh and i didn't get picked to move on and then there's other things where it's like they were like we like this part of we like this bit but as far as like the bigger chunk of things like can and i was like try to piece stuff together i was like just it's not there right now i was like i'm glad you i'm glad you love this piece is worth worth you know most of Uh, what everybody wants is they want to get to know who you are like what's your background as far as family and nationality mm mm-hmm and what's different about it yeah and we want some quick jokes we want a bit and we want a story all in five minutes which yeah. is almost impossible and you know what dude uh it's possible but it's like it, it, it it's it's almost damn near impossible to do all of that in in five minutes yeah to give you all of that in five minutes that's the perfect person yeah that they're looking for and you can give them all that and you and they might be like yeah but your background's not the background we're looking for yeah and it just might be like time i mean specific time too like what they're looking for this year or or in spring right now it may not be the same thing they're looking for in the fall you know and uh Mm -hmm. it's always interesting to see when those different things go out 
because uh, I've seen it sometimes, like the different casting stuff that they're looking for 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 standups. But it's like, yeah, we want right now we we want dad jokes. We want somebody who has yeah. like killer dad jokes. But but last year dad jokes weren't a thing. Like that's not what they wanted. They wanted last year they wanted uh, clowning was a big thing that was popping up and clown oh. comedy. Uh, which is like a, an awesome, unique thing, but it's, I don't, the, I don't see them asking for it yeah. this year. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, yeah. and I'm not putting down any style or type oh, of comedy. No, 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 no. It's more just it's talking just, about like, yeah. Yeah. I've just found that, like I was talking to Jackson McQueen when I, at the time, this was honestly a couple of years ago when I was doing the Montreal showcase, I was, and he showcased twice. Mm-hmm. He told me that the second time he got picked because he said the first time he just did his thing. And then the second time he was more prepared with, I'm going to write my tonight show set. Sure. Totally. And he ran his tonight show set for like a year. And then yeah. second time got it. Yeah. And then when he told me that, I just went like, you know what, dude, I'm just never going to change who I want to be on stage. It's an, at the end yeah. of the day, it's an art. Yeah. Totally. And you get a lot more followers from going on somebody's podcast today than you would mm-hmm. from going on the tonight show mm-hmm. yeah. so at the end of the day i think people really will support you and stand behind the comics that stuck to themselves mm-hmm. i mean um, yeah that makes sense maybe a lot of the guys were themselves and they got those things because good for you man you're born for it yeah. <laughs> you're born for tv it's awesome i wish i was hey right right uh yeah did you did you self-submit then to the yeah to the uh montreal no tape or no i worked with um this this uh trying to think of the right words to say this uh family Mm -hmm. that um owns several comedy clubs in in canada and united states and a husband and wife and um i've i've worked their clubs many times to the point where the wife who mainly books the clubs was like have you ever submitted for Montreal? Cause they're Canadian. They're really close with that festival. Yeah. And they're just like, I can get you on a showcase. I was like, dude, I couldn't even showcase. I've never showcased in Los Angeles, my hometown. Yeah. I had to fly to Arizona oh, man. to showcase for them and didn't yeah. get picked. <laughs> yeah. It's tough, man. It's, it, it's so tough. I'd do uh, it again. <laughs> what's that? I would do it again. Yeah. Didn't you bother should. me. You should. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's just so much timing too. I mean, it's, everything's, everything's hot at different times, but I feel like it, stuff always comes back around too. And you just never know yeah. what they're going for. You never know what's going to hit, man. Yeah. That's why you got to yeah. do everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically, yeah. You know, just, yeah, pretty much. Including but, those cold opens. Cold opens, man. <laughs> That's how you get to do those Montreal showcases in five minutes. Or you just cold middle, and then you build <laughs> cold middle. Uh, yeah, you weren't supposed to cold middle. What was that, man? Dude, yeah, that didn't go well. It did not go well. I was trying to. Bro, I just did a cold middle. What do you mean? Some new bits that did not pan out. Dude, I just did a cold. Didn't you go in the middle? <laughs> yeah, but it felt yeah, cold. Sh- shut up! Shut up! I'm deli cold. I'm like a deli sandwich, man. It's that's so cold. funny. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. That's cool, man. Um, yeah. So was, I mean, so you got, so yeah, what's, what's next, man? So you got, you got, I don't know. I know. Well, let's talk about this. Cause I, I know, uh, maybe we like burnt through a lot of stuff I was going to talk about. Yeah. So this is great. Uh, is there more you wanted to talk about? 
Yeah, there is. Oh, yeah. okay, cool, cool, cool. I was like, I was checking my, I was like, I always make notes because I get lost oh, in yeah, the sidetracks, which is great. Yeah. And and uh, well, I was like, I'm like, all right, wait, what did I miss? Yeah. I know there's so much. If I'm talking too much, bro, you can tell me. I'll just good. Okay. If you weren't talking, it'd be weird. Yeah, it would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> me asking you questions and you, this guy's not going to answer he's just not going to answer um no let's uh, well let's promote your your other thing which uh uh you've started which i think is a super cool idea have you have you started releasing your your sick your sitcom deal yet no no those are not going to get released until they're all filmed oh okay well then let's not talk about it no we could talk about I it i don't care it's already in doing. the books yeah yeah i mean i love what you're doing but uh because it, it's a trend that's starting to i feel like you're kind of yeah. jumping in on this. this is fantastic but we're doing the the uh the sitcomics uh rereading sitcom yes. table reads and stuff which i think is, is super cool uh yeah i think the table read trend started during the pandemic when people were just trying to entertain people via zoom virtually however you can yeah. entertain them and a lot of actors would get together you've seen them they do table reads of like really famous movies yeah. so that kind of triggered i think a lot of people to do table read podcasts of like their scripts that they wrote and stuff like that so um, we talked about the months that we've had off of standup and what I've done in that time is I've tried to get better at the other things that yeah. I really have always wanted to get better at. So, uh, I took a class, uh, screenwriting, um, you know, I want to get better at acting. Yeah. So, um, I just go, you know, let's do some table reads and we'll turn it into a podcast and, um, it's really for me to practice. So yes, it's called the sick comics. And, uh, basically we're reading, we're doing table reads of some of the most famous and favored coveted sitcoms of all time. Seinfeld's, you know, um, like we're just reading an episode from some of the greatest sitcoms ever. And I just get a bunch of my comedian friends together to do a table read and I'll cast it like, um, some, no Friday, we're going to do the office and you're playing gym. Right. Yeah. And, um, and, and do, yeah, I just cast my friends as famous characters from sitcoms and we do a table read, which is great because they're not long. The yeah. sitcoms are only like a half an hour. And, um, and then we do like a little Q and a after, which is kind of the podcast part. And once these are all done, they're going to be edited to, you know, move very fast. So if we screw up or anything, it's fine. You'll, yeah. it'll be edited to just be like the normal dialogue. Yeah. And then at the end, I just cut to the best little conversations that we had in the Q and a. I might even um, do some bloopers if we did mess up and yeah. they're going to be like 30 to 60 minute episodes. And once they're all released, I will release one a week, which will be a season one. Yeah. Super and cool. If people like it, dude, we'll do more. But honestly, yeah. I've had to take the original script for the sitcom yeah. and read it. So I'm getting practicing reading scripts. Then I had to rewrite it for yeah. a table read because right. a lot of them are, they still have the deleted scenes in them. Oh, stuff yeah. That doesn't go with the episode. Stuff where it's too much physical comedy and it wouldn't make sense in a table read. Yeah. So I'm rewriting it. So now I'm getting practice writing it. Then we're all reading it. So we're getting practice act acting. And we're getting to see each other. Yeah. Which doesn't really happen anymore. I know. It's fun. Yeah. It's a super cool idea. Thanks. What's your, uh, what, what's your favorite, uh, what's your like all time favorite sitcom? Um, Everybody was Raymond. I thought so. And you saw, <laughs> you, you saw, you saw Ray Romano on, on a hike, didn't you? Yeah. Did I tell you that the other day? Uh, no, I, a while ago. I feel like I saw, I don't know if I saw a picture of it or, or you told me some other time. Oh, I did post it. I did post it. Yeah. I ran into him on a hike and I had to tell him that like, I wouldn't be a comic without him. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, That's I'm cool. Italian. So like, obviously a lot of the stuff was relatable to me and my family and the, the show. Is yeah. Like totally. Like certain stuff in the living room of his parents' house in that TV show. Like my grandmother had the same clock on the wall. Oh, like wow. The plastic furniture stuff. Like it's such an Italian thing. Yeah. What do we, we see, oh, I'm drawing a blank and he's like one of my favorite comics. We see one guy and he's hiking constantly. I can't even believe I'm blanking because he's literally like one of our favorite guys. Um, Is he in a show also? No, or just he's, just got, he's just got stand-up specials all over the place. Uh, Brian Regan. <laughs> no, he's the Italian one. Oh my God, that's so... Oh, Sebastian. Sebastian. Oh my God, I couldn't believe Sebastian it. Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah, yeah. He's like literally like our favorite, one of our favorite stand-ups. Dude, he's uh, the best. He's, we, he's we, see, we see him at Runyon like all the time. Oh, really? Yeah, and we're always like, I mean, we and we see him at like comedy clubs and stuff around, but but to see him like out and he's just like walking with his girlfriend or his wife or whatever. It's his wife, yeah. But, yeah, and he passes by and we're like, that's it's the best. And we always want to do like a voice or something. <laughs> he probably gets it all the time. Uh, I mean, we don't, but we're like, yeah. As soon as we pass <laughs> yeah, by, don't. as soon as we pass by, we're just like, you know, do start doing his act or whatever. It's just uh, there's this guy on the internet that does his voice so perfect really that it went viral and 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 there's actually a video of sebastian addressing it because it it's like that close yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah but it's funny like i don't know how but we, we we've seen him like four or five times it's what's your like, favorite sitcom uh favorite sitcom man it's i feel like it changes i don't know because i want to say the office changes, but i also right? feel like yeah. i saw it i've also watched that the most recently mm. um I, love, I don't know. It, I feel like there's so many that I enjoy. There's so many. I'd say top um, five has got to be like Everybody Lose Raymond, The Office, Seinfeld. Seinfeld's great, yeah. That 70s show goes in and out of my top five because every now and then I haven't watched it in a while and I go like, this is actually so funny. Yeah. And um, like Seinfeld's like one of those, I love Seinfeld, but I haven't watched it in a long time. Like I grew up watching it, but yeah. I haven't gone back and watched it recently so it's, it's just one of those things fresh prince dude fresh definitely prince, in the right. top yeah fresh yeah. Prince. and right now ted lasso which is like a brand new show with uh i have no idea what yeah. <laughs> i'm like yeah ted lasso it's an, a- it's an apple tv show but it's fantastic okay uh it's 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 strong it's, okay uh, okay uh sedacus from snl is uh, jason sedacus. oh yeah yeah i like him uh it's it's an awesome it's an awesome show uh it's got everything man it's got everything. have you ever seen that show bored to death no that? god i forget that actor's name but zach galifianakis is in it too hmm. and i don't i don't think it did many seasons but it's about a writer like a script writer oh and i, 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 I want to say it's ted danson also yeah i'll tell you in two seconds what the hell is this guy's name he's so funny uh jason schwartzman ted danson zach galifianakis oh wow uh oliver platt dude it's like a great cast about writing yeah it's a great show i'll check it out what if what if what if you'd ask me like what's my favorite sitcom and i just said bridgerton and you're like <laughs> really that is. no it's like it's like a super british show right now i'm so surprised how many people say fraser we we've watched a lot of fraser and and uh I think somebody said they might come back around. I think they're trying yeah. to revive it. Yeah. I remember being a kid and like, I would watch all the sitcoms, Nick at night, TV land. And, I, and you know, I'd be up all night. And then when Frasier would come on, I'd be like, ugh, 
and I turn I, it off. I didn't appreciate it when I was younger, but and it's it's funny. We we Maybe watched a bunch it of it recently. It. It's like I mean, it's like a great nighttime show. It's like sitting down to like a warm blanket and a warm cup okay. of tea. Okay. Like, I gotta try it as an adult. Like, Maybe you're right. Like it's it's a great show and it's like it's it's like subtle and it, it doesn't have like I don't know, it's it's a good like just before bed type show. It's a good bed. Because it puts story. you to sleep. It's a just good say it. It, puts you it does, sleep. but no, but like <laughs> you laugh, you have a good time, then you're ready for bed. Like okay. and not not in like a bad way. Uh I'll try it. Maybe I'll give it another totally show. Like, do one or two episodes and then i'm like i feel good i just feel good i'm gonna go to we're um binging not binging because we don't really watch them but we're wa- watching cheers again yeah which, like she's never seen it yeah so watching cheers little by little and uh maybe when i'm done with that i'll because that's the that's the spinoff right frazier yeah 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 I'm, I'm so into ted danson's recent career uh you know too huh he's he's on well, he's on Mr. Mayor right now on NBC, and he was on The Good Place. Uh, and he's, he's oh, just that's right, The Good Place. Man, he's just he's just he's the delightful person to watch. In his, I uh, saw him in Calabasas the other day. Did driving. you? He was in yeah. the car with his wife. She's famous too. What the hell's her name again? Uh, she's in Step Brothers. I always forget her name. Yes, her. I forget her name too. But she he's, she's like great in every awesome. movie. Yeah. yeah, she's she's amazing. And she's in Kirby Enthusiasm. I think playing herself. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I love I love that we've included now. Uh, this part of the segment is called celebrity sightings. <laughs> celebrity sightings. They were in a car. It was a silver Audi. Who did you see this week? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's funny, dude. You know what sucks? Mash. Oh, it was like a lot of things. This, <laughs> this pandemic, <laughs> uh, mash. Dude, I've never mash. been a mash fan. I could never get it. I couldn't get past. Who that was a mash fan? Yeah, how, how did that get on the air? It was big at the time, man. Funny, dumb people in at war. It's like, gonna get it's gonna get rebooted. It's gonna get, <laughs> it's rebooted. Gonna get rebooted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, now's the time to do it. Actually, that's the one show that if they did a remake, it would be funnier now. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> because now you're got you're introducing like transgender military people oh, in the gosh. same tent as straight people. That's comedy. That's I the think- story. I think somebody listening to this podcast is going to reboot Mash after this. Yeah, TM. We haven't. We, even, we just got to say TM, bro. We have not <laughs> thought about rebooting Mash yet. And like, yeah, yeah. it's starting. Like, like you Will can't Ferrell. trademark a show you guys don't own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> I'm like Mash reboot TM. Uh, <laughs> you can't just say yeah, TM. Yeah, no, somebody else TM'd that 40 years ago. <laughs> right, 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 right uh do tms expire because i'd like to renew my tm um, <laughs> how funny well cool man um well this has been great man i i could i could talk for hours and hours but uh what do you do uh, well we haven't talked in so long i know it's so rare now i get to talk with people about stand-up comedy i just yeah go off i i feel like the the more i we talked about it the more i felt like i'm the missing it i was like oh god i gotta go get some covid and and i'm gonna <laughs> risk it i'm gonna risk it man uh yeah i'm See, not going not not catching dude, covid yeah. to do it. i'm just gonna like you know what let's just roll yeah. the dice no there's come there, there's come there's some, <laughs> there's some <laughs> there's some that we could go do in la i don't think you, I, that's too much too soon for you bro no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm getting jabbed. Okay. I'm getting the shot. And then and then I'll when? be back on stage. But uh when are you gonna get jabbed? 
I don't know yet. Whenever, <laughs> whenever I can, man. I'm, I'm when I, I'm on, okay. I'm on the app. Uh, I'm, I'm on, I'm in line on an app. So it may not be till like May, possibly yeah, that you even get it. Who knows? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Fingers Everybody crossed. Everybody I know who got it got the vid. What? Every single person I know. Like I want to, I know a lot of people that got it. Like honestly, I want to say like twenty people I know got it, and twenty of them got got COVID. How? It's supposed to be anti-COVID. Well, I don't know. My sister just got her shots, second dose though, today. She hasn't had anything the, yet, but it's that first shot. So you know what the first shot does, right? Yeah, it electrocutes everything inside of you. It's like, uh, are you making like, this up? Yeah, I have no. Idea. <laughs> I'm not a. I'm not a scientist in the lab. I'm not either. But I will tell you what it does. The first shot, this is not a conspiracy theory because I know I'm into conspiracy theories and I don't want people to think that's what this <laughs> is. Go look this up. This is what it is. The first shot gives you COVID because you can't beat something you don't have. It has to introduce it into your system. Usually it's like a dead cell. Usually a vaccine yeah. is a dead cell. It's a or version like, of COVID. Or a dumbed down cell. So that the second shot will actually, the vaccine will actually work because your immune system has to have the tolerance of COVID for the vaccine to work, which is probably the worst explanation ever, but that's why you get two. That, that is why you get two. You have to have it so that it can cure it. In which case I say, just go outside and you'll probably get it. Without a mask. <laughs> Let's get the second one. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You can catch I don't know what I'm talking you about. Get jabbed. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'll probably roll the dice. I'm going to hold uh, off on getting it as long as I possibly can. And yeah. I think that eventually I'm going to have to get it to get on an airplane. Like, I think it's going to come down to that. Like, I think I won't be able to travel until I get it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to roll it out or how they're going to regulate it. I don't but know. We'll see, man. You know, we got they're They're definitely rolling it out fast. So we'll see in the next couple months yeah. for sure. A lot of places, uh, like Ticketmaster right now, dude, this for, for real, Ticketmaster won't let you buy tickets to events unless you've proven a, um, a COVID test. Oh, wow. Came back negative. So All right. All right. Uh, eventually, I think you'll have to prove you've been vaccinated. Yeah. It might come down to that. <laughs> it uh, might. Hopefully, yeah. I'm hoping this thing is done by July and we'll just be yeah, to normal. We'll be back in dude, July. We're back on the road. We're doing stand up yeah. at breweries. Yeah. We're cheers in me and Ryan. Bro. There. Bro. You're the best host ever. <laughs> <laughs> you're the best host ever. And we're just fighting. Yeah, yeah, over we're just going they're, back and forth. they're like, guys, you both missed your spot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, tell the cold open to go up. Well, we yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell them to go back up. Tell them to go back up. Why is he? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Well, cool, man. This is fun. Thank um, you, man. Thank you for having me on. And this is, uh, I'll do like a little intro before I add everything in. This, this is like a swap cast. So I will yeah. put this episode and release it as my episode, which hopefully everybody yeah. listening um, will subscribe to yours. And everyone yeah. listening from you will come and subscribe to mine, Homeschooled Podcast. Check out his Homeschooled Podcast. Mine's a bit unraveled with little swap casts. And uh, yeah, check them both out, guys. This is... Uh, this is a good time and yeah it was good good to hang out and hopefully be doing more of it soon so hell yeah dude really quick everybody i will be in paso robles 
April 10th. That's a Saturday. There's two shows and uh, you can get more information on, on which brewery I will be performing at Paso Robles at homeschooledpod.com. Click on tour. Sweet. And then your, uh, your Instagram is uh, at Augustino, right? Everything uh, okay. is at Augustino Zoida, Twitter yeah. and Instagram and Facebook. It's just Augustino Zoida and you, everything's Augustino Zoida across the board. Yeah. Cool. Come say what's yeah. up, you guys, because, you know, we're, we're pretty depressed. We want to know that you people still love us. <laughs> <laughs> the likes. Yeah. yeah. Thank cool, you, man. man. I appreciate it. Thank you. We'll talk so, soon. Thanks for tuning in to A Bit Unraveled. I'm Ryan Hansinger. We'll see you next week.